Welcome to the most energetic, positive, happy, and healthy podcast in the world. Living the dream. Dream stands for diet, rest, exercise, attitude, and meaning. I'm your host, certified health coach, motivational speaker, sober since July of 2016, American Ninja Warrior competitor, two-time world record holder, and ultra-marathoner, Matt Scaletti. Here we go! Welcome back, everybody, to the Living the Dream podcast. I am your host, Matt Scaletti, and I have a very special guest with me today. This is Liv Schreiber, and I'm pronouncing it correctly, I think, right, Liv? You are. You did a great job. And this is the most upbeat, positive, fun person I've ever, quote unquote, met because I've never met her in person yet. <laughs> But her energy will suck you right in, I promise, after the first five seconds of hearing her talk. She's an entrepreneur. She runs three different businesses. She is, in my opinion, extremely organized. And we'll get into that on how she organizes her day and her month and her life. And just an awesome, fun person to hang out with here virtually. So thanks for joining, Liv. That was so nice. Thank you so much. And my family will definitely laugh at hearing the organized part because you just got to try to be what you aren't. So I'm glad you think I'm organized. Absolutely. <laughs> With the post-it notes, but we'll get into that in a second. Yeah. So can you give us a little background and we'll get into the businesses you're into now, but can you give us a little background of upbringing or how you grew up and, and how you got to where you are now? Yeah, absolutely. And thank you so much for having me. I'm so grateful. Um, So I grew up in Mendham, New Jersey um, from a family of entrepreneurs. My parents have a handbag company. So, you know, there were leather skins in our kitchen table. We were required to speak Spanish growing up. And so I'm fluent now. Um, I come from a Jewish family. So no, that's not something that's innate to us. But um, my parents always told me that the more ways you're able to connect and relate to the world, the better a Samaritan you'll be. Um, So I've always had a passion for thinking of life as my playground and thinking of myself as a kindergartner, no matter how old I get, um, I'm constantly trying to improve and learn. And I want to share all the things I've learned with you. Um, And I run three businesses. I'm a style expert on TV. I run a marketing agency with my twin brother. We launch brands on social media and create content. And I have a following on social media. She has a massive following on social media for, I know you're modest and you're not going to you're not going to say that it is, but it's it's incredible. And so how do you, with the three different businesses, how do you allocate your time and how do you make sure you're giving the right amount to, to each business that you're running? Yes. I think the most important thing to know is that I've realized there's no such thing as balance. Like there really isn't. I don't know how people can be like, yeah, I, I yin to my yang. I, I did everything I needed to do. No, the, the to-do list is always overflowing and running. And I actually think that's the beauty of life. And um, I once saw this quote that was talking about how, you know, there are balls that we all juggle and sometimes they're glass and sometimes they're plastic. And you just got to choose which ones are going to be the plastic ones and which are going to be the glass ones. I in terms of businesses, I attend to whatever needs attending. Um, and I've learned the importance of giving up 
being a type A and delegating has really taught me a lot. Um, but I've also made mistakes along the way. So you seem like you do, and correct me if I'm wrong, but you do such a good job of not overly judging yourself. Like you just admitted you made mistakes. I mean, I make them every single day, right? Like how, how do you, how do you not judge yourself and just keep rolling whenever things go wrong? That's a, that's a great question. Um, I've found that most people when starting a business start in the ego phase. It's like, I'm starting a business. I'm 22 and making six figures. I'm whatever, me, 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 me. And then you realize you're not that cool. You realize that your clients and your business is your boss. So yeah, you may think you're the boss, but in reality, you you are a servant and you are the client to these services that you're providing. And I think coming from a place of humility allows you to see clearer and achieve more. Um, the most successful people like Jesse Itzler, Sarah Blakely, they're down to earth. They're my mentors. And they taught me from a very young age that, you know, the people who got it don't flaunt it. And that goes for both, you know, ego and wealth. That is so well said. And that's how Liv and I connected through Jesse Itzler, who I consider a mentor from a distance for me as well. Most down-to-earth guy who's as successful as he is and just uh, somebody that's awesome to look up to, as are you. So I, I want to ask you, your brand Caffeine is one of the businesses, correct? Yes. Is it right that it's you and your brother that started it and run it? My twin brother, yes. Your twin brother. Okay. So for those, because I know in this audience, there are people, I know this for a fact, that work with family members. And do you have any advice, thoughts? Like, are you, do you do you talk about personal stuff when it's business time or is it like strictly business? And how do you, I know we don't want to use the word balance, but how do you balance the the loving family relationship and then the business relationship? So it's really funny you ask that because I actually don't think I know the answer. Um, I grew up with our parents who work together and run a company together. Um, and they were talking about work at the kitchen table and they would talk about picking us up from soccer at work. So I really do think that for us, business is in our DNA and it's really hard to shut off. However, when we have people we love around us, whether it's boyfriends, girlfriends, or grandparents, we acknowledge that the business talk needs to stop. And we can talk in the car, we can talk to each other, but at the end of the day, we really make space when it comes to the people we surround ourselves with. And I don't think there's anything wrong with constantly creating and brainstorming and improving on your passions, as long as you hold the things that are most important to you at a distance from those conversations. Well said. And I, and I love how you, you basically flat out admit that there's no perfect way to deal with yeah. anything, right? I mean, listen, I, I'm trying, I'm going on vacation tomorrow and I'm trying to, you know, not touch my phone for an hour before bed and an hour after I rise. And there are different things you can implement, but I haven't implemented them yet, Matt. So I can't preach them. <laughs> I'll let you know how it goes though. Please do. Well, you know, it's funny that you bring that up and talk on this podcast about routines and habits and now now you have me curious because you brought it up do you have any 
morning routine, evening routine, or, or anything that just, you have to do this every day? Yes. Yes. hundred percent. So before I fall asleep, I visualize, well, actually let's start with a little bit before you go to bed, before you go to bed, you write a to-do list of exactly what you're going to accomplish the next day. If I show you my notes calendar, it literally has my day lined up for me the following day so that I know exactly what I got going on. There are no surprises. I think you need to wake up and, and make a schedule as if you're a college student every day. Um, the second thing is before I go to bed, I visualize great things happening. And I say three things I'm grateful for. I know it seems silly, but it changes your life. It really does. Um, and then when I dream, I try to pay attention to my dreams. I'm a spiritual person. And I really do believe that the people who have passed in our lives come to us in our dreams. So oftentimes in my dreams, I'm talking to people who I love who have passed away. And I, this is a recent thing. Um, but I do find that if you try to channel like, I had a nanny who passed away um, unexpectedly and she showed, she was in my dream literally last night showing me her hugging another, um, another girl who she had taken care of before she passed away. And I knew it was a message I had to deliver to that family. So I texted the mom right away when I woke up and I was like, Hey, like Beth was in my dream and she kept showing me pictures of her hugging your daughter. Like, I just wanted to tell you. And she's like, Liv, thank you so much. Sophie's going through such a hard time. Like you made our whole day. So yeah, you pay attention to your dreams. They, they really do teach you a lot. Oh, this is, I'm fascinated by this. I, I read a book. I don't know if you heard of it called the untethered soul years ago. And it talks about lucid dreaming, like, and remembering what you dreamt. Do you, do you, do you journal? I mean, I guess we could go different ways with this, but when you wake up and sometimes I'll remember the dream and then I'll just forget it like five minutes later. Like, do you write down? Oh yeah. You dreamt about Yeah. I write it down and I actually like, sometimes I'll see Beth and my, and I know I sound a little kooky cause oh. I didn't, I don't think you were expecting that, but, um, obviously take everything with a grain of salt, but think about it. It's our, like what happens when we go to sleep? No one really knows. And I would be hard pressed to say that it has nothing to do with our lives. Like how could it, how could it be random? How could it be random? So I like to try to pay attention. Um, for example, it's known, right? When you fall off a sidewalk in a dream, you're having anxiety. That's like a known Thing. There are known dreams where you're seeing monsters or whatever. You know that that feeling is alive and well in your day-to-day -day life. So why not pay attention to the other things? I love that. No, I, I love the, the direction. Who, who knows where <laughs> we go in this conversation? But that's, that's when, when I hear you say, like, you pay attention, it just seems like you have an intention often during your day versus many people, myself included sometimes, that just sort of float through the day and then it's 9 p.m. and you go, what the heck did I do all day? Yeah, I mean, there, there are a lot of intentional things aside from paying attention to your dreams, which you may think is boo-boo. There are a lot of really great things you can do to improve your day-to-day -day life. And we were talking before we started the podcast about how I've diagnosed myself with ADD like every other person in America and the ways that I 
make sure I focus after I wake up and I say what I'm grateful for are by playing brown noise and 432 hertz music, which is known to raise like your frequency and to actually be really great for people who have a hard time focusing. Um, so I'm all about trying new things. And I love it. Yeah. Well, tell us more. So for people like myself, who I was laughing before we kicked this off with Liv, I had not heard of these two ideas before. So if people want to learn about that or listen to it, like how, how do you, I wouldn't even know what to look up. Like, what do we do? Okay, so 432 hertz frequency is a frequency of music. Um, you know how old music, old school music makes you feel really good when you listen to it? And kind of the music now kind of doesn't really do much for you. Yes, I would agree that that's how I am as well. So, and I'm 25. So I, trust me, I've tried to make the music work for me. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. One of the reasons I looked into it is because a lot of the music produced on the radio today is not set at the same frequency as the old school music that used to be playing. So 432 hertz music actually heightens perception, increases mental clarity, reduces anxiety, lowers your heart rate and blood pressure. It's literally a proven healing frequency. I'm on board. I'm going to report back to you after this is over. And I got, got, <laughs> so you people, you should be listening to this like while you're working or when you're trying to sleep or what? Anytime. It's great um, for healing. It's great for sleep. It's a, it's great for heightened awareness. So you know how they have um, like soft, what's that called? White noise when you try to sleep. Yeah. Well, think about it this way. There are other types of noises and brown noise is like higher energy at lower frequencies. So it's deeper than white noise. Think like a waterfall, that's brown noise. So the energy and the frequency goes up and down in that music, that rhythm, which makes it great for people with ADD who need constant things going on in order for them to focus. I'm right there with you. I'm on board. <laughs> I go to sleep at night, but now I'm going to have to look into this brown noise. I like this new ideas. I got to take it back to visualization because for those of you that are listening and not watching this on YouTube, Liv behind her right shoulder has probably 30 to 50 post-it notes, pink post-it notes. And we please share with the audience what what that is, and this is part of why I feel she's extremely organized, even though she <laughs> disagree. But what, like, tell us what it is, because this is fascinating to me. Okay, so I am a very organized person, but I have a hard time executing things without getting distracted by other things. And so not not all the time, but it's like, I imagine moms with kids who are listening, sometimes your kid needs something and you got to go tend to it and you lose track of what you're doing. So for me, I just try to come up with these strategies and I'm constantly trying to learn so that I can improve and just embrace myself as I am. I'm not the kind of girl that loves a calendar. I'm not the kind of person that has everything in order. And that's cool. That's okay. As long as I can figure it out and do it my way. So um, when I graduated from school, 
years ago, I realized that I didn't have semesters. I couldn't grade myself anymore. There wasn't like spring break to work towards. So I needed something that would hold me accountable for the time blocks that I had so I could set goals and then see them. So as a creative person, I'm very visual. All I had were post-it notes and, you know, I was just starting salary out of college. So I took these post-it notes and there are seven across and four down for each month, right? Aside from a few months that are 20 days, like February, occasionally. Um, And on each post-it note, I write down a mental, spiritual, or social thing that I have to do that day. So for example, um, today I have New York Pilates Yesterday, I had question and answer with my grandpa. I um, People on my Instagram ask my grandpa questions and he answers them. Oh, um, a few days ago, I had Fox 13 and American Influencer Lunch. So these are just things that I can look. I literally can visually see my calendar. And I'll tell people on meetings like, oh, let me let me literally check what I'm doing this week. Because if you're able to see your week in front of you, How will you let it pass you by? You know, those weeks where you're like, I got nothing done. or Like I I wasted my life this, like, I don't want that. So every day I want to be doing something new. And this way I'm able to, you know, call my friends at the beginning of the month and say, Hey, I literally have Tuesday, Wednesday open. What are we going to do? I love this idea. Like I seriously (laughs) I need to start implementing that ASAP. And then, so I need to follow up with how, how do you feel like you're good at saying no? Like if you look at, if you, if somebody asks you to do whatever it is and you're like, you don't really know if you want to do it, but you do have the time on the calendar. Are you able to say no? And how do you, how do you figure out what you should say yes or no to? That's a great question. I think of, Um, my mom who always told me like, I have to say no more. And it's something I've learned over time that time is valuable and precious. And what do you want? Like, what do you want? What are your goals? What, what would make you feel really proud in five years looking back? And if something, someone doesn't align with it, I say no. And they can figure out how to align with whatever it is that I want. Otherwise, what I'll do is if it's a call or something or someone that I need to meet, I will kill two birds with one stone. When I used to go on dates, I would take them to the grocery store with me because I needed to go shopping and I wasn't going to waste my time. And if I liked the guy, I liked the guy. We could go on another date. And if I didn't like the guy, I still got my fruit for the week. (laughs) (laughs) Not wasting my time. Sorry. You know what I mean? I I know exactly. Like going to walk. Like I'm not sitting down for dinner with a stranger who in the first two seconds, I'm going to know that I don't like him. Then I'm like, oh man, I wish I was with my grandpa in Connecticut right now. I I hear you. I mean, that's a very good point. At least your fruit. That might be the title of this episode. At least I got my fruit. At least I got my fruit. I love fruit actually. So I intermittent fast. Um, I learned that from Jesse actually, and I barely drink and, uh, I'm all about just embracing who you are and not trying to change just because other people don't like fruit. <laughs> I love fruit too. I know he does the fruit till noon thing, which I haven't done exactly that, but I'm with you. 
fresh fruit, there's nothing better, I don't think, in this world. So <laughs> you, you mentioned, you know, you're thinking about like, you know, what do you want out of this life? What do you want out of your business? Like, can I ask you what you want out of whether it's business or life or like, like, do you think about legacy? And I know you're only 25 and I'm 38, but like, I, I probably think about legacy more often than the average 38 year old. But like, do you, do you think about what you want out of this life and, and what are some things you're, you're attacking? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I think about it a lot. And I actually, aside from thinking about the people who are important to me who have passed, I don't really think legacy lasts for more than a month or two. Like, yes, I know you'll leave a mark. I know Oprah Winfrey will leave a mark. But if you really think about it, like, I'm sure the people I love will love me, love and miss me. And I'll be, they'll think of me often. But like, I don't think the whole world was reeling when, who died, when, Who's the most recent person you can think of in pop culture who died? DMX. DMX or or Betty White. Oh yeah, Betty White. Yeah. Think of Betty White. When was the last time you heard her name aside from the day after she died? That's a good point. That's a very good point. So I really just think about what I can do now to help people around me now and make them feel good now. Um And my goals are, I want to grow a platform and be a role model to as many girls as I possibly can, whether that's through social media or being on TV. I've always been, I've always known that in front of the camera is where I want to be. Um, I do run a marketing agency, so I've taken an unconventional approach or stab at that. Um, But my goal is to just make people feel really happy in whatever channel I can utilize and grow. I love that. You have me rethinking that whole legacy and then living in the now. I mean, that's that's really cool. You you just got me to reframe that. <laughs> and, and, go ahead. Were you going to say something? Well, you know, like you see an old man walking by you on the street or you like I live in New York City, so I have doormen and I I give them clothes or like I give them a smile or ask them how their day is. And you don't know what someone's going through. Like I've had really rough days and been in dark times. And when someone smiles at you on the street or like takes the time to check in or send a message that they're thinking of you, there's nothing better than that. These little acts of kindness can just change people's days or weeks or months, right? Yeah. I love that. I I love that your, your attention to detail and some of the stuff that, seems small but could have a huge impact on people and i'm i'm excited for you to be to be speaking at like some twenty thousand person conference in <laughs> months maybe who knows maybe a few years but I, i'm excited for that moment and you just seem so real to me and authentic and i, I want to ask in this world of social media that is clearly growing and growing how do you get the guts to film a video of yourself. I know a lot of people, they're just too nervous. They'll take the video and not post it because my hair doesn't look right or I stuttered here. How do you get yourself to just say, you know what, screw it. I don't care what people think. Like I'm posting these videos because you're so real and authentic. And I think that's probably why you've built a huge following is you are yourself. Was that a learned skill or is this something you just had from growing up? 
Matt, you're such a good interviewer, number one. I just have to let you know that you really are. Like, I'm genuinely really having a really good time. So thank you again. Um, uh, And the answer to that is, I always just tell myself, everyone is really just thinking about themselves. No one's really thinking about you. Like, the second you hear that, you're like, oof, ouch. But then you're like, you know, it is true. Think about it. Who... You, you, I always say this to myself or to anyone who's having a hard time. You scrolled on Instagram and TikTok probably a hundred times today. Name five posts you saw. Give me five posts. You can't. No. You, you literally will not be able to tell me five things you saw from your friends today. That's a really good point. There was this woman, Liv, who had some good posts. <laughs> but think about it. If you can't even remember five pictures that were up on Instagram or Facebook or whatever. What makes you think that people are seriously paying attention to you? So just do what makes you happy because you're really just focusing in on yourself. And if you let other people hold you back, think about it. They're not even thinking of you. So it's really just you holding yourself back, you know? I feel like that's so freeing though. Like nobody cares that like that should be a freeing thing versus being sad that nobody cares. I mean, yeah, I no one cares. <laughs> and that's like, it's such a blessing. I agree. And so when you put things on social media, do you, is it mainly you're thinking, what am I feeling this moment that I want to just put out there? Or, or do you ever think, I wonder what my audience needs to hear today? So that's a, another awesome question. And I've learned this by doing it a few times. Number one, I tried batching. So I tried creating 60 videos in a half hour, pre-planning all the scripts, knowing what to say, trying on different tops, and then content batching. That's what we do with my marketing agency. Then I realized that the videos that actually hit off are the ones of me randomly walking when I think of something really funny that I just impulsively decide to post or a funny interaction. And I think the answer to anyone growing or looking to grow on social media is you just have to be genuinely with that energy in the moment you're about to release that, whatever you're going to say, because it's just the most authentic and people feel it and they feel like they're in on that joke with you. I love it. And it's it's so, what you just said, it just resonates from me following your social media for a while like that's exactly what it seems like you do and it's just sometimes it's the simplest post you put out there that like people love it and you like the realness and if it's a screw up putting that out there like I think you do such a good job of not trying to portray this like perfect life you're just real and I'm learning a lot from it myself so I appreciate you sharing everything you share thank you listen also another thing is like if you're going through a hard time or a breakup or something's wrong, like you're not the only one experiencing that. And it feels like you're so alone. You, you're the only one that has this anxiety. You're the only one that can't figure out how to be a boss. Well, like, oh my God, I'm here too. I'm going through the same thing. So if I'm feeling it, most likely someone else needs to hear it too. So just start by posting things that you're going through and ask for help. That's, that's really something huge I've learned is it's okay to not know and just talk about it. I think that's a huge takeaway asking for help. I was 
when I was your age, I thought I knew everything and did not ask for help and realized it takes a lot longer to learn things if you're not open with people and honest about what you're feeling. Yeah. I also love listening to podcasts when I can, or like if I have to clean up my room or my apartment or whatever, like listen to Guy Raz on that podcast or your podcast, or, you know, just listen and learn from other people so that you don't have to make those mistakes. I think that's such a great point. What you're feeding your mind versus flipping on the news and hearing 30,000 things that are going wrong with the world. I mean, that's a really good point. To me, you you seem very confident and self-aware in who you are. Do you have fears or is there a fear that you've recently overcome that you care to share? Yeah, I do have fears. I actually went and saw a therapist for like the second time this week because my fear is that I will become so wrapped up in my personal brand that I won't be able to disconnect or separate myself from myself online. And I noticed that as we become more technologically advanced, everything's about your personal brand. But what about the days where I'm not feeling like my most positive bubbly self and someone stops me on the street and they're like, oh my God, Liv, you're so positive. You're so going. And I feel that disconnect. That's what scares me. Um, also just not reaching full potential. But the answer is, I just think it's really important for all of us to treat ourselves, I'll say it again, like kindergartners. Like you gotta just work on you without having your phone next to you and take a walk. I walked across the Williamsburg Bridge by myself. Like try to get to know who you are and uncover that because that will help in every aspect of your life. You just have to like think about, okay, if social media were to disappear today, who would I be? Would I be the same person? And if I didn't want to be the same person, what would I change? That is a really interesting thing to think about. If social media was gone tomorrow. That, that, that don't mess with your head. That's something for me to think about. I like that a lot. Yeah. Think about it. That's why I don't place any value on like my likes or followers or anything because I just care about like, it will all black out one day. I'm sure there'll be World War 10 or whatever. It's all going to go away. So what are you actually spending your time cultivating? Our parents were like reading books and exploring the world. We're all sitting at home on our couches, scrolling through TikTok, watching strangers. So like, let this conversation motivate you to fill you up for when that does happen, if it happens. No, I love that. I mean, that's so good. And and your your style in this is this is one of your businesses seems just on point, and you just you rock it. You represent. We'll share your uh, social media with everybody just so they know, and I'll link it in the show notes. But what's your yes. way for people to connect? It's Liv Schreiber, S-C-H-O, Liv, L-I-V, S-C-H-R-E-I-B-E-R, and. I just want to be my best self and I just want to help people along the way. And I think life is just about bringing joy to each other right now. So I love it. And do you like if I'm a woman and I want you to help me with my sense of style, do you work with people one on one or is it like you give them ideas or how does that work? 
Yes, great question. Um, so we have a styling team as well as marketing agency team. So we do coaching one-on-ones if you want to grow your business, if you want to grow your sense of style, if you want to learn how to grow on social, I'm here to help. And what's the point of social media if you're not social, you know? <laughs> you are so social. And by the way, and this won't come out for a few weeks, but what can I ask about this? Uh, Liv has been promoting this what is it called singles like uh, i'm single <laughs> no what what's i i gotta hear the story i'm like if i lived in new york i, I would have to be there but what's the, uh, you, you don't necessarily have to be hot and you don't necessarily have to be single and if, if this is an ongoing thing maybe we can yeah. promote it when the next one's coming around in april it's so funny <laughs> yeah so hot and single is something that i do in new york city it's a way to bring people together i got sick of waiting for someone to invite me somewhere and i just wanted to invite them and just like have cool plans. You initiate, you don't wait. And so I started something called hot and single where it started as a joke. My brother was hot and single. And I know it's funny to say your brother's hot, but I'm sorry, my brother is hot. And so I was telling all these girls who are in my social media family, my brother's hot and single. Oh my God, my brother's hot and single. So I started going around to people in New York City saying, are you hot and single? And it just became kind of like a thing where I show hot and single people on social media and then people send them a message and they end up going on a date. So I was like, you know what? We have to we have to bring everyone together. So I started... Um, hosting these events. They're sold out parties like once a quarter. I also just started a workout series. So we have a ton of people coming together every single week. And I'm going to be launching different like exclusive 20 person intimate gatherings for hot and single people. But it's really if you're hot and you want to meet new people and you're already hot. So <laughs> this, I mean, that is the coolest thing. I might have to reach out to you on the workout front. I might because that's a from what I'm gathering, that's a virtual workout and not in It is in person, but I'm happy to stream it. You're, you're more than welcome to join. Yeah, I mean, it seems like, so now you're, you got to tack on another business, which is Liv's dating service that she has uh, going on on the side. <laughs> you're helping people find love and connect in many different ways. I think it's so cool. Listen, it's such a blessing in, in the Jewish religion. They say that you go to heaven if you set up like, I don't know what the exact numbers are, but like three or five couples. And it's I, I really do take that to heart in, in terms of what a blessing it is to meet a new friend through a friend, right? Because when you're friends with someone, most likely you're going to like their friends because they share the same morals and values. So I know if I have... 30,000 people following me on Instagram, they all follow me, but they should really be following each other because they all share the same morals and values. So that's all I'm doing is I'm just saying, hey, listen, like you need to meet. You guys all need to meet. I love this. Like, I love how <laughs> non-jealous you are. Like you just want to help people connect and just, it just seems like you root for everybody. And I think that's rare. Thank you. I'm rooting for you. And I'm so excited to see everything you do and all the people you talk to. You're such a, an eloquent interviewer. And this like has been so much fun. You don't ask the same boring questions. Like I really can't wait to share this with everyone. And anything you ever need, I'm here always. I appreciate it. And I also, I got to write down, somebody said that I'm eloquent. That's the first time I've ever had that word used in in my name. So that's, that's really? me. Yeah, that's a 
We're using big words here on the Live in the Dream podcast. <laughs> live, live in the dream. I got to figure that out. Hey. <laughs> All right. I want to be respectful of your time and your posted notes behind you because I'm sure you have seven other things going on the rest of the day. But at the end of these episodes, we do a little thing called the final three. And it's just three questions. No guest has any idea what these questions are, but I'm going to fire match you. Are you ready? Chocolate. Yes. <laughs> is that your favorite? If you had one food you could eat for the rest of your life, what would your answer be? This is not one of the questions. By Chocolate the way. or apples. I can't decide. Oh, I just had a honey crisp this morning. It was so good. Yeah, but oh, I want one. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And we talked about this a little bit as far as gratitude goes. And I love your, your practice of every night thinking about three things you're grateful for. If you had to pick one thing or event or anything, what are you most grateful for in this moment? My grandpa. I need, I need to listen to these Q and A's with your grandpa. This sounds yeah. like Kendall Jenner just posted him on her story last week. Um, his name wow. is grandpa Lyle. Yeah. Yeah. Hip hop Lyle. He um, is 85 and he is my best friend and he teaches me so much about life everyone should be close to their grandparents or you can borrow mine and ask him a question just send me a dm that is amazing oh i gotta check that out so does he have his own uh social media out there no he just emails it's so cute people ask me questions he prints that i i take a screenshot he prints it out he reads it with his glasses he writes out the answers and then he emails it back to me oh, oh that is so you, I'm sure that fills him up. Like it's, it probably makes him feel amazing too. Yeah, it's just the best. It's, and he really stresses over giving people the right answer. So it's, it's oh. oh, we gotta. I definitely gotta check that out. Okay, yeah. number two is what is the biggest obstacle you have overcome in your life up to this point? Even though you've only been on the planet 25 years, I think betrayal. Um, has been a recent factor in my life. I had an assistant who I trained for years who stole the business, went against her NDA, non-compete, and started her own agency. This is only last month. Um, and Or like heartbreak. If, some, if you want someone, they don't want you. But I think everyone goes through it. And what I've learned with that is snakes will reveal themselves and it's a blessing. And... You just really do have to understand that rejection is redirection and the business is actually thriving since I was betrayed. And I never thought, number one, that that would happen, but number two, that it would turn out even better looking back and what a blessing it was. Wow. I just wrote that down. Rejection is redirection. Or if you're religious, rejection is God's protection. Oh, that's good too. I am, uh, I am religious. That's uh, I, but those are both, those are both powerful and not to go too far on this, but like, are you, are you able to then forgive? And do you have a process of, for anyone who's listening to this, if you got your heart broken, you're going through, you know, divorce, breakup, somebody screwed you over in business. Like, do you have a process that you go through to forgive that individual? That's a great question. I, have to be honest, I don't. I really just think that your best way of forgiveness is making yourself better and making it make you stronger. And you can't, you don't go through anything you can't 
go through. It's just, you need to buckle down. And I actually was talking to someone about this. You can't just like forget about it. A truck has to go through mud and you got to go the whole way. You can't stop in the middle of it. So you got to just go through, you got to work your way through it because you will come out stronger on the other side. At the same time, the same week I went through heartbreak was the same week that it was my first time being on TV. And I found a new passion the exact same week that I lost someone who I was dating for a very long time. So I really think things happen for a reason. Even if you don't see it right now, you'll always look back and it always will make sense. That is, that's just incredible. Why did I not have this discussion with you when I was 25? I could have learned a lot. I mean, that's <laughs> impressive that you've been through multiple big setbacks and you're able to keep pushing forward and, and taking on opportunities even when you're going through a difficult time. I think that's admirable. Listen, you can't expect you from other people. And if you keep expecting you from other people, it's not going to happen. So I'm not saying don't have expectations or values or set the bar high for people in your life. No, I'm not saying that, but I'm saying, you know, just make sure you're good first. Everyone else is a bonus. Oh, that's a good one too. Make sure <laughs> you're good first, everyone else is a bonus. I love that because you, you can't give 100% love to somebody else if you don't fully love yourself, right? Yeah, exactly. Well said. Okay, so the last question is, tomorrow is going to be the most perfect day of your entire life. What does the day consist of? Laughing and working out, having endorphins, eating fruit, being with my dog and my family and my friends and probably throwing a dance party, like really simple. Yes. <laughs> I might have to fly to New York the next time you have a dance party and cut up the rug a little bit. I'm learning to salsa dance. That's my newest uh, attempt at something that I'm not great at, but I'm working on. That's so awesome. I'll salsa with you. I, you know, I think just going back to that, like if you think of your perfect day, it usually is the most simple little things in life, like your family and having fun. And so if you can just figure out ways to incorporate fun, whether it's like laughing with the lady who makes your salad or, you know, just like calling someone in the morning and telling them that you're thinking of them, like those things, if it is your last day, those will make it better because we don't know when our last day is going to be. So got to just make every moment count. That is so true. And that's amazing. You just said that because I didn't connect this until you just said it. When I've asked people their perfect day, you're right. It's never like I want to fly to Italy or Australia. Like it's almost always those simple things. And I never thought about that until you just said it. It's true. I mean, the, the simple joys are, are sometimes the best, right? Yeah. Yeah, really. And and then you think about it like, okay, well, if your dad, your mom, your brother, or your boyfriend or whoever's in your last day, if they're that important to you, make sure they know that they're that important to you. That's like one step you can take right after hanging up on this podcast that like, think of your perfect day and then go tell those people they'd be in your last day. Oh, is that a beast of a way to finish this episode? Oh, <laughs> you're dropping some bombs on this episode. People have <laughs> their pen and pad ready because there's some big time takeaways. Liv, I mean, I was so excited before we were hopping on and like you 
met and blew out my expectations, which you just seem like such a great human being. And I hope I can help you out in any way as well. Thanks for joining and putting a smile on mine and all the listeners' faces. You are a joy to hang out with, at least virtually for the time being. Matt, we're friends. So anything you need, you let me know. And uh, I can't wait to talk to everyone. And thank you for having me. Yeah, and reach out to live in the hot and singles uh, the, in the workouts. They could from anybody, whether they're Pittsburgh yeah. or California, they can they can uh, they shoot you a DM on Instagram. Yeah. DM me, I answer everyone. So just send me a message. The answers everyone, including me. That's how we got her on the podcast. <laughs> Liv, thank you so much. I want to be respectful of your time. Uh, we will post this up in the next few weeks. And thanks for joining again and sharing your fun, unique self. Thank you for having me. Thank you all for joining and we will chat with you next week. Thanks for listening to another episode of Living the Dream with Matt Scaletti. I'm so grateful for you. Please share this podcast on your social media so others can benefit from this valuable content. Also, please subscribe to my podcast because if you aren't, I am watching you. (laughs) Check me out on social media and message me if you need me as your keynote speaker at Matt Scaletti on social media. I respond to all messages. Thanks and I love you so much. Oh, 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 oh,